is that when there's silence, when there's time for us to just be with our thoughts and feelings, Netflix, uh, music, video games, social media, we avoid ourselves like the plague. My name is Adam Cross. I'm an associate marriage and family therapist in Southern California. I'm also a full-time youth minister. And today I want to talk to you about why therapy might not work. So, um, a lot of times I hear people say that they think therapy just probably won't work for them. Uh, sometimes people even come into therapy and they say, you know, I really want to try this. I really want to um, change this in my life and find some healing, find some help, but I don't think this is going to work. Um, and it's actually pretty common. I hear it quite a bit. And to be honest, sometimes therapy doesn't work. Uh, sometimes there are therapists that maybe aren't doing therapy, right? Uh, or are therapists who are some bad apples in the bunch. But most of the time, we have to look at what we're doing in therapy. If therapy isn't working, I think we have to first take some accountability and do an honest self-reflection of ourselves. What are we doing in therapy to grow and to become better? Are we being open? Are we being honest with the therapist? Um, are we being consistent, right? Are we showing up on time? You know, are we giving therapy a fair chance? One of the things I always tell teens as we go on retreats and youth ministry and things like that is that you will only get out of a retreat what you put into it. If you go into a retreat with a terrible attitude, you don't wanna be there, you're not talking to anybody, you're not sharing, you're not, you're refusing to do any of the fun activities or anything like that, but you're gonna have a terrible retreat. And that's not the retreat director's fault, that's not the team's fault, that's not even the subject matter's fault. It's a choice that you've already made going into that retreat. If you go into that retreat with a terrible attitude, most likely you might have a terrible time <laughs> unless something changes your attitude, right? Unless you make a choice to be open and to try what is going on. Therapy is a lot like a retreat in the sense that if you go into therapy and you are anticipating that the therapist is going to take care of everything and that you don't have to do any work, therapy probably won't work because therapy requires participation. Therapy requires that the person seeking help, seeking healing is going to put in the work, put in the effort and be open and honest, not just with the therapist, but with themselves. It takes honest evaluation and accountability for therapy to work, right? For somebody to let the therapist in and see what's really going on. Most therapists can in fact help you and they start doing that by helping you to examine your own life. To improve on things, first have to know where you're at and what's going on with you. That's a big part of therapy, is understanding and having that self-awareness of where you have been, where you are, and where you would like to go. The main goal and the main foundation for therapy is building a better relationship with yourself. What does that mean? Well, first of all, we can look at how most people avoid themselves like the plague. And I know I've done this a million times, is that when there's silence, when there's time for us to just be with our thoughts and feelings, Netflix, uh, music, video games, social media, we avoid ourselves like the plague <laughs> because we don't want to be alone with our thoughts and feelings. Therapy is a place to build that relationship with yourself. Understand what is going on with you. I tell a lot of my clients that 
you know, if you had a friend who really was having a hard time and you sat down with them and you listened to them for maybe five minutes, just five minutes, and you just listened, right? You would begin to understand what they were going through, how they were feeling and what struggles and maybe what joys they have in their life. But when it comes to ourselves, we avoid doing that and we really can't stand it sometimes to look at our own struggles, our own joys, our own thoughts and feelings. And that can make it really hard for people to come into therapy and start paying attention to themselves. Sometimes that can even make people want to leave therapy because it's too much to look at their thoughts and feelings. Oftentimes that's not the process of therapy, but that's the difficulty that comes with self-reflection. Another huge part of why people say, oh, you know what? Therapy didn't work for me is that sometimes in therapy, we hit these walls where I honestly have to ask clients, do you want to live a good life? Because there are times when we like things the way we are. We are comfortable in maybe a mess or we are comfortable in unhealthy relationships or behaviors and people don't wanna change. So sometimes we can hit a wall and a therapist can see, hey, you know, this is really an unhealthy part of your life and people don't wanna change. And oftentimes, unfortunately, people can give up on therapy altogether because they don't like what they're hearing. And I think that's the other thing is a therapist isn't someone who has all the answers, right? Who um, is going to make everything better, right? A therapist is going to walk with you. That's the role of a therapist is to walk with you to build that better relationship with yourself as you, as you walk towards what God is calling you to. And that requires sometimes hard truths, um, some hard things to look at in your own life and accept. And it's not the therapist to just tell you everything that you want to hear all the time. And sometimes therapy is going to involve pushing you and challenging you. And that might be difficult. That might stir up some negative feelings. But that's a part of the process is to look at what's going on and even why those feelings are coming up when they come up. Therapy is asking and answering the question, do you want to live a good life? And it's pushing you to examine what that really means for you specifically. A therapist helps you and walks with you as you answer that question, as you build that relationship with yourself. The other reason why therapy might not work is people don't want to look at, like I said, their thoughts and their feelings. They don't want to look what's under the surface. A lot of what goes on with us is unconscious. So it's below the surface. It's below the head. It's not like we're consciously thinking of these thoughts and feelings but there's still stuff underneath based on our past experiences, uh, trauma, difficulties we've had with family or family dynamics that are going on in relationships. There's a lot of stuff that still influences what we do and how we think. A lot of people don't wanna look at that. And again, they're gonna avoid it like the plague. They might not be honest in therapy and it's gonna prevent therapy from really being helpful. A lot of times I do get people asking, well, Adam, why do I need to go into the past and relive hurt and pain and anger because that anger, that pain, that doesn't help me. If I go into it, I just get stuck in the life's miserable. Why would I go back there? Like, why would, why would you want me to do that? My answer is always this. My goal as a therapist is not to get you to just relive pain and anger and upset over and over again. That's not the goal. But here's an analogy is that if we get a cut, right? And we don't put anything on that cut, it's going to get infected. If we don't take the proper steps, it's going to get infected. If it's a bad cut, it can just, it can spread. That infection can spread and eventually our whole arm is gangrene. We have to have it removed, right? And eventually that arm that is infected and dying can affect the whole body and we can die because of it.
therapy and looking into the past, looking into trauma, looking into hurts and anger is like taking off that bandaid and putting alcohol on that cut, right? It's not going to be fun. It's going to sting. It's not always going to feel good, but to go into that, right? To even put maybe some Neosporin with a Q-tip into that cut, to actually go into that cut and to heal it properly, we have to touch it. We have to go into it. And it's gonna, it's not gonna feel great. It's gonna feel painful sometimes, or angering, or frustrating, or it's gonna make us afraid. But that is the only way that the arm, the cut, the arm, and our body can heal. It's the only way we can heal. Healing isn't always gonna feel amazing. It's gonna sometimes mean we have to relook at stuff to make sense of it, right? There's a purpose to our suffering. There's an end goal that we can grow, we can learn from our suffering. Therapy is a part of that. So sometimes people come into therapy and we pull off that Band-Aid and we're, we're, gonna, we're trying to clean it up and it's too much and they don't wanna do it. They can't do it, they think it's too much. But it's not the, it's not the end game. It's not the only thing we do. We look into the past to make sense of the present, right? To, to be able to understand where we're going in the future. Because if we understand our past, we understand and we build our relationships with ourselves. We know why we do what we do. Um, we know what motivates us, what, what uh, scares us, what angers us. We have this self-knowledge. When we know what's underneath the surface, we're able to make better decisions every single day to live a more fulfilling life. So there's a lot of reasons why therapy might not work. And it could be a bad therapist, but there's also a lot of reasons for why therapy didn't work because we aren't willing to live a better life. We aren't living to heal that wound because we're afraid to touch it. We aren't willing to participate in therapy, to be open and honest, not just with the therapist, but with ourselves. We're not willing to look at what's going on under the surface. Therapy, much like a retreat, requires that we are actively involved and that we're not just sitting back and anticipating for the retreat to change us. Therapy and real healing takes real time and it takes real action, right? There's a saying that insanity is, a, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Therapy is no different. Therapy is a place to try new things, to go where you haven't gone before with some guidance, with some help, and to be safe in doing it, to have someone to walk with you towards healing, towards Christ. So if you guys have any questions about therapy, uh, any misconceptions about therapy or anything like that, feel free to comment below, shoot me an email. Please don't forget to like and subscribe somewhere down here. And um, thank you for watching and God bless.